All right, guys, welcome to the Anderson Dynasty League podcast hot takes for week three. We are super excited this week. Preseason started. Last week doesn't really count because that game didn't matter. It was atrocious. Uh, but a couple things on the agenda this week. We're going to talk a little bit, just a very, very little, about the wide receiver stats we talked about last week. Don't worry, Matt's not going to bore you to death. Uh, there's also a monster trade this week that we're absolutely going to address. Um, and lastly, uh, or not, I guess not lastly, what we'll talk about today, but uh, we got our commish with us today. Britton is joining us on the show. He's waving and- at the microphone. <laughs> He's waving at the microphone. <laughs> and we're going to do a mock draft today. So uh, really excited about that. So let's get started. All right, let's do it. All right, great. Let's jump in. First thing, quick stat of the week. Uh, that's not. That sounds like it's going to be a section every week, but I have no idea. Like at this point, I'm kind of just like everything sounds like a section because it could return at any time. It's so new. Yeah. There's there's I no mean, way of knowing. We only have like <laughs> literally an hour of content of precedent, so it's just all. It all could come back. Uh, we never so, know. So the uh, quick stat of the week, which is now a weekly content thing until it gets struck next week, uh, <laughs> is a question posed by Joe Zypher in the group me, which I think is a great question. Yeah. Uh, and the question was, with all this chatter mo- mostly posed by me on who has the variation, the second flex or the third wide receiver, uh, or J- Joe asked, who has more variation, the kickers, which we've removed, or these second flex guys? And so I, I thought this was a really, really good question. Yeah. Uh, just because, one, it's interesting and I'm a massive nerd. Um, so basically I've got this gigantic Google Doc full of stats. Tyler has notified me that that's wildly boring. Uh, <laughs> so I will give you the, to- the summary of it. Wide receiver threes, and this is not like doing all the flex math, whatever. Wide receiver threes in 2017 basically had a 45% chance of being a wide receiver one or two. And about a forty-five, a 45% chance of being completely irrelevant. So either they were great or they were horrible, and thus they are wide receiver threes. There's not these guys that like actually just average wide receiver three weeks. Like those mm-hmm. guys don't really They don't exist. They, I mean they do, but like no one rosters them between. because you're trying to get those wide receiver one, two weeks. Yep. So like they're just not really like things. If you look at that compared to kickers, kickers are actually way more consistent than that. Mm-hmm. The top sixteen, actually the top twenty-four kickers on average, score more than a wide receiver three, just absolute points, and actually have less variation, which I think, which I think is super interesting. So yeah. that, that, that's like the answer to the question. All of this theoretically will be launching on a blog sometime soon. Be watching out for that. Uh, we're going to have a blog for the league where more people will be contributing than just me. Uh, Britain will not read it, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but for those stats nerds, it'll be out there, and Griffin can uh, ask more questions about when we can have 9,000 parties. Yeah. For uh, He wants to have like a different... Like, every pick is a different day. Yeah. With different, like a, different party, though. It can't just be a pick. It's got to be a party. So do I have to, like, drink through the whole thing? Or, like, do I get to sleep? Or No, all drinking. Okay. Constant that drinking. That, that's perfect. <laughs> a slow draft party. <laughs> Combine it with Sukkot and we'd be done. <laughs> done. <laughs> um, so, so that's the math. Uh, what do you guys... Does, does that change your opinions in any way or change the way that you think about these guys at all? Is that interesting, not interesting? Give me your reactions. Yeah, for me, I, I definitely thought it was super interesting. And I love Joey's question because I think the most common thing I hear in every fantasy league I'm in is, let's get rid of kickers because everyone hates kickers. 
Um, and I've always not really cared, but in, in this league, we did get rid of kickers. So I was like, wow, I, I wonder what the numbers are. And it's super interesting that kickers are on average more consistent. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think it really matters that much. Uh, I don't want to have kickers, so yeah. I don't want to justify having kickers over a different player. Um, and I, I definitely think down the road, you know, those wide receiver threes have potential That's to right. be more consistent than a kicker is. So. Yeah, I think they're more fun to roster, right? Because you're hoping yeah. that those one to two weeks just up in frequency and then you've got a good guy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Britt, any thoughts on that? I just think kickers are boring. I understand <laughs> the, the point variation, but the highest math I ever did in college is math for elementary school teachers, too. So, uh, and he's saying it's not high at all. And I got a C, so clearly the comprehension was low. But I was talking to Jason LaRoe tonight, if you're watching ESPN, the Bengals game. It, it had a stat, or it was doing the ticker on the bottom mm-hmm. about who the, you know, the top free agents for each new team or the notable free agents. And number three for the Seahawks was Sebastian Janikowski. Who cares? Right. So I don't want to. I don't care about them. Why in fantasy. Is so I feel like they should literally just get any like USL soccer player, and he'd probably do better than these. Kick the ball yeah. like a monster. I mean, they can't drink as much as him, but still. <laughs> so yeah, it's just not as fun. I'd rather yeah. look for Jamison Crowder as yeah. a wide receiver three than Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah, so. and I, I think that's totally true. I think when you're looking at like the wide receiver three position and trying to project those guys, what you're looking at is like, all right, what cornerback did he draw? Like, yep. who's this happening? Who's injured on the team? Is he going to, like, fill a role that he's not supposed to? Like, might there be a specific game plan because of his talents? With kickers, it's literally like, are they in a dome? <laughs> are they at home? Or is the weather shitty? Yep. And then, like, if they're not in a dome, you're like, ah, they'll probably score less, but then they might score more. Uh, because, like, that day they might just, like, not be able to score in the red zone, and now your kicker's doing really well. So that, mm-hmm. Which, like, isn't fun to predict. Where if yeah. you're looking at it, you're like, this cornerback sucks. This guy's going to own this guy. <laughs> yeah. That's way more fun. So I, I totally agree. But thank you for the question, Joe. I think it's great. I think the math is really interesting, but I think overall I agree. The fun is in the wide receivers. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, which I still want them to be removed. But if I had to pick <laughs> one, I'd pick wide receivers over kickers. Exactly. Uh, that's basically what I'm saying. Okay, so now we're going to jump into the league activity. So there's actually a ton this week compared to what we had to make up from last week. Huge stuff. Yeah, which, I mean, we literally made it up, so that was good. Uh, <laughs> so this week, first and foremost, there's a roster change. We got went from 20-man vet dra- or uh, from a 25-veteran draft to a 20-veteran draft. Love this change. The podcast has been heard. It's served its toot, purpose. Toot. Britain is here. I think there's only one explanation for this, and it's that just the commissioner's a puppet. I mean, we, we, Cheek and I are just yanking the strings of this league. Britain, oh how, how do you feel about being mind control? Do, do you believe it? Or is this... <laughs> yeah, what, give, me, give me your thoughts. I'd love to say it was hours and hours of Reddit, you know, data mining and research about what the ideal draft or, yeah, draft and roster size is for Dynasty. But no, the only explanation is... Four drinks and listen to you guys at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> That's exactly so. how this content should be consumed. Absolutely, That's how we make it. Because so. I mean, if Ty's calling in, there's no other way you're staying up. Yeah. Well, speaking of Ty, two times speed is an absolute must too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I should have just done that in the pre-processing. So then you'd have been four x. Oh, oh yeah, that would have been hot. That'd have been hot. Absolutely. Uh, Cheek, what what are you? Give, give me your thoughts on this on this roster change. I know you actually called for it last week a little bit, so I know, I yeah. know you like it. But what do you think it was actually going to change about the league? Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, it, it you know, on top of the stuff that I said last week, I, I, I love the activity, and I think this will allow for more waiver opportunities. The, a, lot of, a lot of those debates of like, oh, do I really want to drop this guy that I've been hanging on to and I believe in his talent? 
Um, and I do agree with what Britton said of it is the standard dynasty uh, to have three wide receiver, two flex. That is actually more common. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I didn't so, know that at all. Yeah, found that I'm out. I'm still against which, it, but I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> which, and, and I don't mind it. As I kind of mentioned before, like, I think with three wide receivers, year one, my wide receivers, I don't expect them to be stellar. My wide receiver three, I don't expect to be even a wide, rec- wide receiver three some weeks. I'm going to be taking a risk. Uh, but down the road, because wide receivers are in the game for so long, you actually have a lot of opportunity to have, you know, one, two, three wide receiver one and twos. That's um, right, yeah. So it's it's absolutely a possibility. Uh, it's just how you play it and how you kind of hang on to guys that yeah. are athletic. Yeah, and I think, I think moving down the total roster size is actually really nice because what it allows you to do is still you still get to, like, breed that talent with, mm-hmm. you know, you still got 25 guys. Like, that's a shitload of players. Yeah. But... You you act, it brings that normal like or that more familiar fantasy decision in like I believe in this guy but I'm about to drop him yeah is he gonna get is he gonna get snatched up by one of my and opponents you hate that. and like it's the worst I uh, did it with Derrick Henry two years ago well luckily was, you won brutal. out because he was yeah. only good for like two weeks yeah he was only good for a couple weeks even though but he it was hard literally looks like a superhuman like yeah. him and Josh Gordon should get into a ring and I'm pretty sure <laughs> the universe would just implode on itself from biceps. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 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 Britt talked about why you made the change. What do you think that this is going to drive in the league that you like? Yeah, so I mean, I was I was thinking about your guys' points Thursday, or yeah, it was last Thursday, and I I can't say that you guys did not have some influence, and in, you know, in all in all transparency, hypnosis. But you know, as I you know, Chick mentioned that our roster size, you know, with the the two flex <clears throat> is more of a standard dynasty mm-hmm. uh, construction, a twenty five man roster is also fairly standard you know it goes up to 30 but as i looked on reddit i'm, I'm as a nerd i'm sure you're familiar with oh Re- i'm a big with, red big reddit guy <laughs> absolutely so i've heard there's subreddits i'm not sure if i was on one of those or not but 25 wait, is, wait, wait, is, wait, wait, wait a minute you're not sure if you were on a subreddit well, i have no idea what a subreddit is but I just, I just I went to a, another podcast. Another <laughs> yeah, week. This is another for this. this is a whole whole different thing. Rabbit hole. I, so, you, well, so you were somewhere on the Reddit. I was the Reddit. <laughs> the Reddit.com is where I was. And but no, you know, and, and different other searches. Twenty five man seems to be fairly standard. The the most common you know of what yeah. I saw over the course of, of a few days of looking. And so it's still you know breaking down roster. We're starting ten. I think in a redraft, you I would say you would normally start or have seven a bench of seven or eight, and so what is that, seventeen or eighteen? So we yeah, still right have on, yeah. another seven or eight now as kind of our <clears throat> dynasty chips. So yeah. I felt like it was the right yeah. amount that you're still building for the future. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you're not, you know, you don't have the additional five people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think yeah. Well, I think we've belabored a long time. Those additional five people would just be like total shots in the dark, which. And it would also produce like no waiver wire action. So, so I, I like the which trade. was a good point. Yeah that, yeah, that was the biggest thing. I want trades. I want waiver wire. I want fab being spent. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I want daily action. And I think this yeah. is this is probably the right way to do it. So Definitely. yeah, and I won't go down the rabbit hole entirely. But part of my like when we were talking about fab like rolling over and stuff is like part of the reason that I was concerned about that was the fact that there, I didn't feel like there'd be people on the waiver wire to spend. Yeah. But now that we've come down, I actually like don't feel like the fab needs to roll over. Sure. And the other argument that really took me off that was Chris Matre, which is just, I hate to admit. But uh, <laughs> he was talking about like, you know, like teams every year have a salary cap and they don't get to roll that over. So like, why would you get to do that in fantasy? Because I think fantasy is actually mostly, mostly best when it represents like the real NFL. Sure. Yeah. So like, yeah. So that, that, that kind of talked me off. But that, that's off topic. So, Love the change. Let's go into the trades. We had a big trade just today, actually. Huge trade. Yeah. Um, 
by the way, loving all this pre-draft action because it's 100% speculative. Oh. I mean, we were talking outside with a cigarette before, and it's just like, who is who are you targeting? Who wins? Like, I, I don't I, know I'm anything. afraid to just like move draft picks, if I'm like totally honest, oh, because yeah. like I just don't want to like totally jack my team up. Yeah. And like I feel like I could just like oh I really want to take this shot on like this guy in the first round and then if he sucks it's like oh I gave a run, gave away my team or his ADP changes yeah like, it's one week it yeah. can still happen that's right he gets so, injured so yep. you're still getting it but yeah. um so the trade cheek I'll let you break down the trade because I am yet to recite it properly so, <laughs> so the trade at, at first I thought the trade was for all of John's rookie picks and I thought. What is Jason doing? I mean, I thought, I thought John had dirt on Jason, like he was going to blackmail him. <laughs> like, there's no reason that that was going to happen. I was like, Jason's going to die. <laughs> Something's wrong here. <laughs> Jason's right. not this foolish. That's right. Uh, so that, at that point, I was like, I don't know. I don't understand Jason. And John destroyed him. But I, I learned uh, through Britain, actually, that it, it was not only rookie picks. So Jason did clarify in the group me, but I'll, I'll run through it. Jason will. Jason is giving up his first round pick in the veteran draft. In return, he is getting John's third-round pick, his fourth-round pick, and his second-round rookie pick. Uh, in addition to that, Jason is swapping with John in the first-round rookie. So, Jason's picks will kind of go as follows. Uh, Jason's first pick in the veteran draft will not be till the seventh pick in the second round. Then he'll get the 311 on top of his already 3-6. And then he'll get the 4-2 on top of his 4-7. So he'll have a total of five picks still in the rookie draft. Wait, in the vet draft. Or Sorry, the, sorry, the vet yeah, yeah. draft. Uh, and then in the rookie draft, he's going to draft at 1-2 and then 2-2. Two, two, and then he'll go back to his normal pattern of whatever that may be. Yeah. Uh, and Nefli, he gets the 1-6 in the veteran draft. And he loses his fourth round and third round pick. Doesn't he have two? I thought he had two first rounds. Or sorry, yeah, yeah. He he gets Jason's veteran, so he gets the one six, right? The one eleven. That's right. He'll draft the two two, and then he will not have a pick for the third round or the fourth round. So through the first five rounds, John has two first rounders and a second rounder, and that's it. He's done. Yeah. Okay. So so I mean that that's bold. I that, mean it's not. I'm a, not saying it's bad. It's just that's bold. Yeah. You're putting a lot of chips into the fact that you think that first rounder is going to outscore. Your three and four, and in the dynasty world, be more valuable over all those Long years, term. right? Because yeah. like, there's a lot of third round, fourth round picks that have become high picks over time. There's also mm-hmm. a lot of third round, fourth round picks that have become useless over time. So yep. you know, kind of washes out. Yeah. But basically, and in my mind, as I like have thought about this, is like, as I think about every draft pick that I get, every draft pick that I get is actually a shot on long term value, not just this year's value. Mm-hmm. So I'd be actually a little bit hesitant to give up any veteran any any pick yeah to lose a pick it's actually a big deal so now that being said i'm also a big fan of moving from one what was john 110 oh uh, yeah he's 111. 111 so i'm a big fan of moving from 111 to 16 that's a big because difference. i think that gives him a huge shot at a top top running back or a very like High wide oh, receiver yeah. talent, like we're talking Antonio Brown, OBJ, DeAndre Hopkins. He's like, getting a top tier talent. That's right. So he's Guaranteed. he's locking himself into a top tier talent and a first round. Who's another top tier talent, yeah. as opposed to just like what's left in the third and fourth round, which are great players, but guaranteeing himself top tier talent. So that's kind of that's kind of my thought. I can see I can rationalize both sides as to why I did it. I don't yeah. really care about the rookie picks, honestly. Like the rookies are like so hit or miss. Like that's just I'm not going to pretend like I know how to predict those. Other people very well may be able to. I cannot. I don't. Yeah. I don't follow college football at all. 
College football, either. I'd rather go to a high school football game. Oh, God, They're just no. bad at football. <laughs> I've, I've dying s- inside. I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate college football. It's horrible. Uh, so I don't follow it. So I don't know who these rookies are. I'm just like taking <laughs> shots in the dark. Uh, so th- that's kind of my take on it. Why don't you guys give me your take, Cheek? Why don't you go first? Give me your take on how it ended up, whose spot you'd rather be in. Yeah, so for me, uh, at this point, I, I have to say, like, who wins this trade is Nephilim. Because he's getting, like we said, this two top, he's getting two first rounders, which is huge. Like, that is a really tough trade to make happen. And right now, that's a huge steal. But it will all depend on how the veteran draft plays out. Because Jason's still getting an early rookie pick that can be something. Like, after Saquon, it's not like it just falls off the map and nobody matters ever. Uh, it absolutely can be something. So it, it, the veteran draft and the preseason will be huge factors to me of did Jason win. But I think right now, Nefley wins because there's so much uncertainty. There's not a clear like, oh, yeah, this is this guy and he's going to be awesome. Yes. Yeah, so you're saying it's, it's, it's pretty thin. Yeah, because because like the math the math that comes to my head is is that first round pick more valuable than a third and a fourth, which I'm not sure that Maybe. it is. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Especially if it is. with the increased ro- starting roster size, mm-hmm. I think that that gets really really hard to make that math work out because you you've got to put up ten guys a week that are going to yep. score, not just eight. So I, I don't yeah. know, Britton, you're nodding your head. I, I think think you agree. Why don't you give me your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. I I think the width. I mean, it's it's nine position players and a defense. But so, the fact that Jason just picked up, and you know, an additional player, but not just any like third and fourth round is still that's, early that's, in the draft. They're still extremely yeah. extremely startable. I mean, those are RB twos, wide receiver teams. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've got to get and you've got to get three wide receivers and two flexes out there. So those are high value guys. Yeah. Absolutely. So I I, I would th- I would say Jason won, but like I said, it's all speculation. And I played with Jason for years, and I know he's very savvy. And I've and John's reputation precedes him. I know yeah. he's also savvy. So the great thing about trades is everybody, you know, two guys come together and, and find something that works for both of them. That's right. Yeah. They, so. they both feel. I mean, there's there's no way that they can feel except like they've won because there's literally nothing to lose yet because yeah. we don't even have teams. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a team. Yet. Which is which is super interesting because like like you said, they're both known to be pretty savvy players. Like it's not like Griffin's making the trade. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, there goes Griffin again, tanking his team. Would we need a party for that trade? Yeah, we need yeah. a party just for the trade. Uh, love you, Griffin. Uh, but like, no, like seriously, like it's interesting because it's two totally different strategies. So mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I love it. I think it's interesting. Uh, like I said, I'm scared to trade any of my draft picks because I'm I'm not that savvy. I'm a, yeah. I'm a math guy, not like a people person. Might be shocking. I will trade a ton. <laughs> no. You? Me? Social skills? You're doing a podcast in your basement and you're not a people person? Come on. <laughs> this is the only way I know how to get out. Yeah, I, I, I'm all about trading during the season. You guys will definitely see that from me. Uh, but yeah, as far as pre-draft trading, it, it, I agree. It's, it's so nervous. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. It's really tough. It's nice to have known assets. That you're that, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Definitely. Especially when you know the deficiencies in your team and the other person's team, you can mm-hmm. know how to make a deal. Yep. Uh, so, okay, before we get into the mock draft, let me take a quick uh, mention. So while we're on the subject of fantasies, let me tell you about our sponsor of the week. Are you a woman who's single or will be single? That's amazing because I have a potential mate for you. Let me tell you about our sponsor, Joe Zypher. 
We're talking about a guy who lives in Mount Adams. We're talking about a guy with a city view. We're talking about a guy who works at a bank, and we all know the banks are too big to fail. We're talking about a guy <laughs> who saves 50% of his income to retire when he's 27. That's next year. We're talking about a guy who aspires to buy a boat. We're talking about a guy who aspires to buy a home. We're talking about a guy who has a chest that's just as hairy as any 1970s power lifter you've ever seen. We're talking about a guy who has the strength of the average chimpanzee. I don't know if you know your biology, but but they are strong. Do not mess with the chimpanzees. Otherwise, we'll have to kill another one at a zoo and everyone will freak out. So, too soon? If you're looking to check out Joe, go to www.farmersonly.com slash Joseph Zypher. Use the promo code FANTASY at checkout to get one free date paid for by the ADL Hot Takes team at checkout. Okay. Thank you, Joe, for your sponsorship. <laughs> unwarranted sponsorship. Uh, let's get into the mock draft. Let's yeah. do this. So, Cheek, yeah. why don't you tell me exactly how we're going to do this mock draft? Yeah, so we're, we're doing this mock draft through Sleeper. Uh, so if you, I think everybody in the league already no knows about they didn't, they didn't pay us. Oh, yeah. We're not getting paid. So we're doing this mock draft through a random website. Uh, but Thank we're, we're going to draft from the 10 spot, so Ty, you're welcome uh, for that. And uh, we're going to kind of approach it. Uh, we don't know how it's going to go yet, but it is a veteran-only draft. It's 15 rounds, and we'll have just about a minute for each pick. Uh, and, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about players that we like in each round and maybe quickly what we like about them and then kind of make the pick real fast. So why why'd you pick the 10 slot real quick? Uh, yeah, for me, I picked the 10 slot because I hate it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like it at all. I it, it is a really tough spot because it forces you to decide, do I want to go zero RB? Mm. Um, and I that strategy makes me nervous. Uh, in a dynasty, I think with our roster size, again, it, it does alter that, uh, but it makes me nervous. I, I don't like the players that are available at the 10 spot. It is tough. It is tough. You do feel like at the 10, you're drafting a player that is significantly worse than at the five yeah which like in the mm-hmm. second and third round you're kind of like uh like doesn't matter. i take the front i'd take the back like yeah you'd still rather have the front obviously mm-hmm. but like when you get into the sixth it's like everyone's just taking shots yeah. uh so <laughs> <laughs> um so uh what we're gonna do so this is all done through a random app but so one, one thing that the computer does no free ads like, like we're getting fucking paid for it. <laughs> uh, so uh, obviously this is through Sleeper. So if you're looking to do mock drafts legitimately, Sleeper's by far the best because you get to set every single setting and the computer adjusts. Mm-hmm. So if you say, oh, I'm in a three wide receiver league, the computer will actually start to value three wide receivers more than like everyone else. And what's nice is if you do it through ESPN, what I've found a lot of time, at least maybe this... So I had an auction league last year, so I was doing mocks out the ching hole because like I'd... I don't know what a chink I'm not familiar is. with that phrase. <laughs> it's, it's a hole that you don't want it to be. Uh, so I was doing mocks a lot. <laughs> and because I was like so nervous about just jacking my team. Because in an auction, you can really screw up. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, but what happened is like after the first like five guys were gone, everyone left and it just became like computers. And that's what happens mm. in like the snakes too. Or like the nice thing about sleeper is that the computer is actually like smart enough to make you feel like you're drafting against real people. Like, yeah. It doesn't just pick the highest the ADP player. and like, mm-hmm. yeah. like obviously that's going to be pretty close to like human behavior because everyone's going to have a cheat sheet, but yeah, it, it's pretty good. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start this draft. So first off the board, we're starting at the one, one, we got Zeke. Then left Bell, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara. 
All right, so then in the 1.8 was Melvin Gordon, and then 1.9, Leonard Fournette. We are on the clock. We got one minute. What are you guys feeling here? We got some good running backs on the board. We got De- Dalvin Cook, Devonta Freeman, Jordan Howard. I wouldn't consider them Tier 1, but they're great. I mean, they're great. Our wide receivers, though, we got DeAndre Hopkins, OBJ, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. We're at the 110, so, like, one of those guys, and Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, like, one of those guys is getting back to us at least. Yeah. So the, the real question is, do we want to – Grab a running back while they're still here in this kind of, like, top... I mean, we've taken, what, eight running backs off the board. So do we want to make sure that we, like, lock in a tw- top 12 running back? Or do we just want to say, like, you know what? We're just going to snag these wide receivers because the value here is insane. Because mm-hmm. right now, the the, the the running back's ADP is, is super high this year. Yeah. People are taking almost exclusively running backs. So give me your guys' thoughts. What do you, what do you think? What, what, what do you think we should take? There's only one one right receiver off the board right now, and the idea of I mean you got the second best receiver on the board there still. So yeah, value I think I I, I would go receiver, but that's just me. So so you're saying we should take uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Are you an OBJ guy over DeAndre Hopkins? That's a good question. Uh, it is a great question. I think I would take DeAndre over OBJ. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I I and this is a this is a completely personal thing. OBJ's got a bad attitude, and I just don't like the guy. I agree. So I 100%. hate drafting the guy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, DeAndre Hopkins finished the one last year, and he didn't have Deshaun Watson, like, the entire year. I know. So I'm not super worried about that guy uh, performing. I say we go him, and if we get another opportunity to take another elite wide receiver after this turn, maybe it's a chance to go zero RB and okay. see how it plays out. So, so, so you're thinking if we have another good running back on the board, we're going to take him because we're, we're, we're going to see who's left after the yeah. turn. But if there's another elite wide receiver, we're just going to stack them up and try and go. Especially yeah. because we're in a three wide receiver, two flex. We we got to get these wide receivers yeah. on the roster. All right, I like it. So we are going to select DeAndre Hopkins for this round. So we will continue on. Dalvin Cook off the board at the 111. Ah. OBJ at the 112. Devonta Freeman 2-1. And then Devonte Adams. So we still got Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Keaton Allen coming Woo. back to kind of wound like round off those elite wide receivers. Yeah. Running backs, we downgraded a little bit in my mind from – so, so to me, Dalvin Cook, Devonta Freeman, Jordan Howard are they're carry monsters. Yeah, Cheeks shaking his head. He doesn't like it. Jordan Howard, I get it. Last year he was questionable. Still yeah. finished as what the RB thirteen, I think. Yeah, he did. And on a, <clears throat> on a garbage team, it's terrible. Just absolutely horrible team. I think they're going to force feed him the ball. I like Jordan Howard this year. I would still take Devonta Freeman if I could. I'm not a huge Christian McCaffrey guy. I like. Jarek McKinnon, Joe Mixon. It kind of feels like to me Jordan Howard is the end of a tier. And at the back of the draft, you could make the argument that you want to grab that guy who's the end of the tier because there's not a chance you're going to get a running back in that tier. Mm. That being said, there's also not a chance that we're going to get one of these elite wide receivers on the way back. Yeah. That, so so what are you guys feeling? I'm, I'm torn. Yeah, for, for me, I, I love uh, guys like Keenan Allen. <clears throat> that guy's a freaking he's, PPR he's a monster. This is a half PPR league. Uh, I, I, I like Julio. Julio last year wasn't great. Matt Ryan wasn't great. I do definitely think I'll have a bounce back. Uh, Michael Thomas, I don't know why. I did. I just like Keenan Allen more. Because I, I agree. Who Weirdly enough, I, I agree. Um, yeah, and he's got a consistent quarterback. Not that Michael Thomas doesn't by any means. But for me, I say we go wide receiver again. Uh, let's lock down those. I, I think Keenan Allen is going to be more, way more valuable than a Jordan Howard will be. And, and the other thing to take, in, take into account here, right, we're at the 110s. We've also got the third rookie slot. The third rookie slot is not a startable running back right, yeah. off, right off the draft. It's not like we're the 112. 
Yeah. But it is a guy that has I I it's going to be I don't have valuable. the ADP right here. Let's go to fantasy calculator. Let's see football calculator ADP. Wow, I'm typing like shit right now. Okay, 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 okay. Let's see who this guy's going to be because I think this is a, actually a huge I think one of the really interesting thing about splitting vets and rookies is that since everyone's on the board, you're actually kind of like really worried about who this guy's going to be. Yeah. Um so we're looking at Sony Michelle. So Sony Michelle's a guy on New England, which is like, I'm a guy that's hands off on New England running backs I every, won't touch single, him. every single year. I'd give Rashad Penny. I, I, yeah, I, I don't give Michelle. I, well, I'm also hands off on Rashad Penny because yeah. for some reason Pete Carroll wants to give the ball to Chris Carson, nah, who is a, yeah. a dumpster fire. But <laughs> so either way, like, but basically what I'm saying is like we are not getting. You can just kick the cat off. We are not getting like a top tier wide receiver or running back out of the draft. Does that concern you at all? Taking another wide receiver here, knowing that we're not going to get back for twenty some picks. Uh, not not too much because uh, a lot, all of the first picks at this point in the game in, in the draft, there have only been four running backs taken off the board. So I, I'm going to assume that wide receivers are going to start to go, and they're going to start to That's go right. quick. They're going to go quick. We're not going to get another opportunity to tier two wide receiver on the round three turn. Uh, I think at that point we'll actually have a pretty good amount of running backs that we could even think about uh, in the third round. I'd still say let's go wide receiver, um, but we'll see how that plays out. Okay, so you want to go wide receiver here. I agree. Uh, and do you want to go full-on zero RB? So, like, Gronk comes back to us in the third. Not going to happen. I hate, you take him. I hate that strategy. <laughs> it makes me so nervous. I, I, I can't commit to that strategy unless it falls to me. So here's the, here's the pro of that strategy. Alvin Kamara last year. Yeah. Undrafted waiver wire pickup. Every single year there's almost that guy. So if you go zero RB and then you are planning on like halfway through the season, I'm gonna have a relevant team and I'm gonna blow Fab and get that guy. Alex Collins, Alex Alvin Collins, Kamara. Alvin Kamara, there's a couple every single year. It can really work out because the the reality is that wide receivers get injured way less than running backs. Yep. So it can work out. I agree it's scary. I'm not I'd it's like if you're gonna it's like if you're gonna take the way to get to a like you're gonna take the short you're gonna take the the path of least resistance. I think the path of least resistance to a fantasy championship is has have a stud running back. Yeah. I mean, if you look at who were like the top rostered players on championships teams, it's Todd Gurley, it's Le'Veon Bell, it's also Alvin Kamara because you picked him up and you had you didn't have yep. to draft him, so it gets tough. But let's go wide receiver. Let's see who falls to us. We won't commit to the full zero RB strategy yet. So, we didn't actually pick our wide receiver. So, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, they're all pretty much equivalent to me. Who do you guys want to take? Britt, go for it. Your pick. I mean, I, I liked your I, – I think what you said about Keenan Allen was enough to sell me. So, um, I'm willing to go with I'm willing to go with Keenan Allen. Let's do Keenan Allen. Allen. I like it. Youth targets and Rivers I would love, last year. So. I would love at this point if Fitz gets back to us. Larry Fitz. Third round, if Fitz comes back to us, I would be a very happy boy. And would would not be any bit opposed to going zero RB at that yeah, point. Yeah, that would be that would be sweet. I love Larry Fitzgerald this year. I, I think I, every year everyone says he's old, and he's always amazing. He's always and I'm just going to keep drafting him high until everyone until he falls off, like because you just keep getting burned by not drafting him. Mm. Okay, so after our pick was Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. That was pretty predictable. Yes, uh, Jordan Howard. Cheeks excited. <laughs> then Jordan Howard, Joe Mixon, Jarek McKinnon. So definitely a teardrop there. AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, Adam Thielen. I would actually put Adam Thielen higher than all those guys. I but would as well. Right into the tier. Christian McCaffrey, Mike Evans. He's old, but still doing good. 
Gronk. I if I was three two, this is me. If this is my, I'm taking Gronk three two for sure. Uh, Gronk is a hero. He's the vodka centaur. Say, if uh, you were three the two, vodka oh, centaur. I am three. You two. are picking a three two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if this happened, I, I would I would immediately pick Gronk. Uh, so Derrick Henry goes off the board three three. Aaron Rodgers three four. Ooh, that is an it is dynasty. It is an early QB. Give me your thoughts on the early QB in Dynasty knowing two things. One, QBs that are elite play forever. Yeah. I mean, imagine you started a Dynasty League 10 years ago and you grabbed Tom Brady. You think you'd regret that? No. <laughs> now, imagine you started a Dynasty League five years ago and you grabbed Joe Flacco. You think you'd regret that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I think exactly. the point here is there is a, there's a big risk-reward. Yeah. But, I mean, for, for, for how... Little quarterbacks vary. It, it's uh, it's tough for me to jump that early, but yeah, uh, we got to hustle up. We're already at thirty four minutes, so uh, we got Stephon Diggs coming up at uh, three five. Lashawn McCoy, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Alex Collins off the board. So left on the board for us. We've already got two wide receivers. We've got DeAndre Hopkins. We've got Keenan Allen. So wide receiver wise, we got Doug Baldwin, Amari Cooper, Larry Fitzgerald, Demarius Thomas. None of those are jumping off the page at me. Tight ends. The only one that jumps off the page is Zach Ertz, but I'm not all about taking a tight end this early. Running backs, we got Jay Ajayi, who I love this year. Kenyon Drake, Lamar Miller, Mark Ingram, Deion Lewis. Give me your guys' thoughts on our roster, what you guys want to go. I think the running backs look like garbage right now. All right, that's fair. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, that, that's all I got. I'm, I'm completely so, underwhelmed. So yeah. you're out on the running backs. You're saying the guy that I can get two rounds from now is not significantly worse than any of these guys here. Correct. Or like less predictable. Well, we pick at the turn. We pick in five picks. That's right. Oh, so, no, that's true. We yeah. can pick in five picks. So the most that could possibly go on the board is that we'd be down to Dion Lewis instead of Jay Jai, which I agree. Being at the turn, and that, that's really good taking that into account. I was not at all. Jay, like, yeah, I agree. If we take someone else here and we get back to Dion Lewis, I'm not going to be pissed about that compared yeah. to Jay Jai. So we're looking to go a pass catcher. We're looking to start off strong with the wide receivers. So let's look at Doug Baldwin, Amari Cooper, Larry Fitzgerald. Cheek, you said you wanted Fitz to get back to a. I'm super psyched that Fitz got packed to us. What I do you think? It. Considering that a lot of people are calling from a big year from Amari Cooper, considering that a lot of people called for a big year from Amari Cooper last, last year. year and <laughs> in 2016. Yeah. Post-type sleeper. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> double. Yeah, I think... Yeah, uh, twice. Give me a double. The only circumstance where I wouldn't take Fitz here is if Doug Baldwin wasn't having... Uh, issues. Oh, I completely at agree. all because I I love our team right now with Hopkins and Allen. Those guys are both PPR guys. They're on our freaks. Team. They are the number one hands down. There's not a guy that's catching up to them. Right. And Fitz is the same way. The only guy that's possibly going to catch up to him is David Johnson. Right. Like there's no other wide receiver. David Johnson him. is the best wide receiver on that team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, <laughs> he's the best pass catcher. The only thing that makes me nervous about Fitz in a dynasty is the fact that he is older and he's got one year left. He could retire. Could retire. I don't think he will. I don't, think, I, I don't think he will because he's so like, freaking good. Yeah. But, I mean, what, like Tom Brady, why would you retire when you're good? Why exactly. would you retire at top? Uh, CTE, pull maybe. Pull a Peyton But he's, <laughs> but he's, he's, he's not yeah. the quarterback. When, you, when you're at the rookie quarterback, <laughs> peace out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, for that reason, I, I would like to go Fitz and then just try to you know work those younger wide receivers that are possibly going to be behind him in Arizona later in the draft. Okay, um, so, so you want to work out like in my rookie draft? I'm I'm gonna go for one of those guys that are young, maybe gonna replace him next year. That can beat him. Okay, and I and I like it. I don't think Larry Fitzgerald is gonna retire after this year, so I think we're at least gonna get two years of production. I think he's gonna be solid rookie quarterback, possibly coming in could be bad. I I would like to uh, propose another option here. 
Ooh. We have two extremely safe receivers. No one's threatening them. Oh my god, please mm. go where I hope you're going. Lots of volume. So I want to go big play potential here. I know that my oh double post high sleeper. Please. I say Cooper. Not, not where oh. you were going. I, I was like going Cooper. Josh Gordon. And I, I was, thought no, you were no, going to no, say no, Josh I was Gordon. seriously going to no. deny it. So no, I don't want Gordon. <laughs> I honestly think that That's if, we, if you want to commit to, to yeah. zero RB... I think Fitz could be here in five picks. I don't. I know. Coop, I don't think Cooper will. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That that's a that's that's a hundred percent right. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cooper it is. I, I agree. I agree hundred percent. So you're going. I can I get it twice? So let's go, Amari Cooper. So so we've got yeah. two locked and loaded wide receiver twos. We're gonna fill in that three with honestly someone who could end up wide receiver. Oh, uh, top five, yeah. no doubt. Sure. But if he ends up garbage, then whatever. All right, so we took Amari Cooper in the 310. Doug Baldwin went off right after us. Kenyon Drake, Lamar Miller, Larry Fitzgerald did not make it back, which is sad. But so we're back on the clock. We're staring down a roster right now that has three wide receivers. We got DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper. Honestly, we have the potential for three wide receiver ones on our roster, which is great. Absolutely. We have no running backs. Most most, kickers. Most, yeah, for for real. (laughs) Most <laughs> most running backs, or most teams have one, if not two. Actually, there's only one other team that doesn't have two running backs. Two other teams. Um, so, we're looking at running backs right now. On the board, we've got Mark Ingram, Deion Lewis, Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch. Not super pumped about those, but we got Juju, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, Alshon Jeffrey. He's done for the season, right? Or no? Who am I thinking of that just... Jordan Matthews is done. Yeah, Jordan Matthews. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tate, who I like this year. Chris Hogan, Jarvis Landry, also like this year. Marvin Jones. So we've still got a lot of wide receiver talent on the board. The running backs really don't floor me. So I'm tempted to just say, let's just grab another pass catcher. We've got to start a ton of these guys anyway. And mm-hmm. the shelf life of wide receivers in Dynasty is so much longer than running backs. So I think stacking up wide receivers in a veteran draft is an interesting strategy. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think a little curveball here. We go tight end. All right, let's look who's on the board for tight ends. We've got Jimmy Graham, Greg Olson, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph. I like Evan Ingram, kind of, like Greg Olson. I Evan Ingram. Is, I'd love to have Evan Ingram next round. That's right. Yeah, I think Evan Ingram. But I don't know if he'll get Evan it. Ingram. There's no way he performs like he did last year. Yeah. I mean, last year Evan. So Evan Ingram last year was basically force-fed targets because OBJ was injured. They had a running back that was equivalent to me, and Eli Manning just had to dump the ball instantaneously. <laughs> so he's there's no way he performs like he did last year. Yeah. I would agree with you. I don't. Yeah. I I I don't think he'll do as well as he did last year because Saquon and OBJ yeah, are there. That's right. Uh. So yeah. So does Greg Olson I take back what you. I said. Okay, so you don't well, Let's go wide receiver. Rewind I'm, it. I'm glad that we've rewinded that. So we're back to wide receiver. So Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Golden Tate. Juju, does, does he interest you? Doesn't interest me. I don't I don't really want like, the I wide receiver. Uh, Martavis Bryant was Juju, what, like two years ago? Yeah. And now he's nobody. That's right. That's so, right. It, that concerns me. Yes. Brandon Cooks. had nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon and, and Cooks. And Brain Power. Brandon <laughs> Cooks, is, uh, he's, he's interesting to me. He's going to play with King Goffrey. Uh, I like it. Not in love. I'm not convinced that Brandon Cooks can be a wide receiver one on a team legitimately. Just don't yeah. think he's that guy. Don't think he gets the separation. Allen Robinson on Chica- like if you got Mitch Trubisky throwing you the ball, I'm not super excited about it. Uh, so so what, what are you guys thoughts? What are you thinking? 
I, I kind of go, uh, kind of what Britt was saying last time around is, you know, we, we have a couple safe players. We can take some risk. Uh, so I actually lean more into Allen Robinson or Brandon Cooks and hope that a guy like Golden Tate or Marvin Jones falls to us because I think those guys are really safe with yep. Stafford throwing them the ball. And I think one of them will fall to us. Um, it's a long run, but... I think it's. I think there's a chance. I'd be surprised if I got there, but if you're looking at roster construction, I think you're right. So Bur- Brandon Cooks or Allen Robinson, who do we want? Robinson. Let's Robinson. do Robinson. All right. So we took Allen Robinson right after that was Jay Ajayi. Right after that was Jimmy Graham. Then Juju, Zach Ertz, Deshaun Watson, another early quarterback, Josh Gordon off the board. That's a reach in my mind. That's a – I mean, I like Josh Gordon this year because of, you know, the abs, but – that's tough. Uh, Demarius Thomas off the board. Alshon Jeffrey, Mark Ingram, Brandon Cooks, Chris Hogan, Greg Olson, Marvin Jones, Deion Lewis, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Jarvis Landry, Golden Tate. So we are back on the clock. We've got four wide receivers. Only three running backs went off the board, so we really didn't drop a tier. ton of wide receivers went off the board. ton went. So I think we made a great decision <clears> taking <throat> yet another wide receiver because we really didn't miss out on running backs. Three tight ends went off the board. We've probably dropped a tier in tight ends, but they're tight ends. And some more high-end quarterbacks went off the board, which I really don't care about. So now we're back. <laughs> Our wide receivers that we're looking at again, we got Corey Davis, Will Fuller, Sammy, Sammy Watkins, Michael Crabtree. Those are the top four guys. Not loving it. Not loving it. I could, I could love Sammy Watkins, but it's tough. You're, yeah. ta- you're taking a shot. You're talking about high-risk players. Yeah. Uh, Rex Burkhead. For, for running backs, we got Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch, Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, Carlos Hyde. Uh, so we're getting into... Guys mm-hmm. that are either starting for bad teams or are in timeshares. What are your guys' feelings on the running back situation? Should we finally take one? I say yeah. I I, I like right now. I I won't draft a Patriots running back because right. Gillisley burned me last year so hard. <laughs> After that first week uh, of 42 after points. The first week of a monster <laughs> week, I couldn't get anybody to trade me, and it killed me. Uh, so I, I I would normally say though Rex Burkhead, especially because half PPR. He's a Christian, and he's an awesome guy. Uh, so <laughs> that plays gonna, that plays no role. I'm gonna go the complete opposite <laughs> direction and say Marshawn Lynch, who uh, is literally a crazy person. Yes. Uh, and the total opposite of Rex Burkhead. I think him. He's I, unless he dies on the field, which I think he could. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, and I think he wouldn't stop himself. I'd say Marshawn Lynch. He's going to be great. Britt, what do you think about the Marshawn Lynch pick? You feel strongly about anyone else on the board right now? I think Lynch is okay. Uh, Burkhead's actually my guy. I don't mind the New England situation. And in light of the Sony Michelle news, you know, mm. recent injury, uh, I think he's out all the preseason is what I heard. Yep. So I think Burkhead could get a role. Slot guy, versatile. I It's going to be a high-scoring offense, so I like Burkhead in the fifth round. Um I feel like he's safer than Lynch. I don't know why. That could just be my yeah. my, my gut, but um, maybe we go both. Well, let, let me let me give you let me Trade. give you a proposition. We got Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch. Right down the board is C.J. Anderson, mm. who I, who I like this year. I know that like everyone is just like on Christian McCaffrey's yep thing, and everyone is like freaking out. But like the dude, like Christian McCaffrey last year was electric and did yeah. not get thrust into that true RB1 <clears> role because I just don't think Carolina sees him as that guy. They paid C.J. Anderson to come in. They didn't just like pick him up off the streets. They paid this dude who's a known RB1 to come in and serve for this team. I think 
C.J. Anderson will be heavily utilized. I think he'll get a lot of carries. I don't think he'll get a lot of pass catches. I think he's a good floor guy, not a super high ceiling. Mm -hmm. So I think if we take a risk on a running back here and take Rex Burkhead, we'll get C.J. Anderson to come back. We'll get a nice floor where Marshawn Lynch is kind of like a huge standard deviation between the two. We don't really know. So I'm 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 okay with taking either of them here, but if we I, I would like to consider depending on how the board goes, C.J. Anderson as it comes back around, it's a little bit of a reach, but I but I like yeah, that this year. I like that. I okay, like that a lot. so we want to go Burkhead. We're gonna go for the risk and see who comes back. Yeah, let's go Burkhead. All right, so we got Rex oh. Burkhead, Will Fuller off the board, Sammy Watkins, Drew Brees, Evan Ingram. So we could actually just make the best of both worlds here and grab Marshawn Lynch. I think Marshawn Lynch is a better pick mm-hmm. than C.J. Anderson. Yeah, and so Anderson will probably be here the next round. That's right, so yeah. let's do it. I think we can get Anderson. So we grabbed Marshawn Lynch. We got Corey Davis. <laughs> Corey Davis on the board. Michael Crabtree, bold reach there. Uh, Carlos Hyde, Marlon, reach. <laughs> Marlon Mack, Julian Edelman, Delaney Walker, Tariq Cohen, Carson Wentz, Kyle Rudolph, Emmanuel Sanders goes off the board too. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Jordy Nelson, Marquise Goodwin, Jamal Williams, Devin S. Scrumptious, and the first defense taken, Jacksonville Jaguars, Cam Newton, Randall Cobb off the board. So let me make two observations. Nobody was taken. Nobody <laughs> was taken in the running back department <laughs> at all. Or period. Uh, number two is there's a lot of quarterbacks off the board, a lot of tight ends off the board. Mm. Does that make you want to pick one in the next two picks? We're at seven. The end of seven will come back in the beginning of eight. Does that make you tempted to grab one of them? Let me tell you the QBs on the board. We got Kirk Cousins, Andrew Luck, Jimmy G, Matt Stafford, Phillip Rivers. I'm actually trying to let Phillip Rivers fall to me. I, I like him a lot this year. Yep. I mean, every year he gets like way in the back of the draft, and every year he's so good. Yep. Uh, so that's QB situation. Tight ends, we got Jordan Reed, Trey Burton, George Kittle, Jack Doyle, Tyler Eifert. Ugh. Honestly, at this point, we've waited so long. They're all made of glass, and they're all shots in the dark. Why, just, why waste a pick? Yep. Let's just yeah, keep true. going. And so, I, I'd love to get Philip Rivers in general because we have Keenan Allen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to have that stack. That's so. a great stack. So we're looking right now. We've got running backs of Isaiah Crowell, C.J. Anderson, Aaron Jones, Chris Carson. All interesting. Isaiah Crowell is a starter, but is also bad. Uh, as has, But he's also on like the literally the worst team in football. Or yep. He was. Uh, move <clears> over <throat> the Jets, who should be better this year. C.J. Anderson already made the, the case second for second worst. Aaron Jones is suspended, but I think he is actually like the best running back on Green yeah. Bay, so it could be valuable later. We've got guys in Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch, that we can start until he gets back. So that's interesting. Wide receivers, we got r- rookie Robbie Anderson. We've got Jameson Crowder, Pierre Garçon, Robert Woods. Tough. We're getting to the back of the draft. These are kind of like you can really choose either way. Give me your guys' thoughts. Do you feel like we need to go running back at all, even though we have – so we have two running backs, four wide receivers right now in the seventh. Do you feel the pressure to go another running back, given who's on the board? Not based upon who's the board uh, – who's on the board, rather. I don't – yeah, I mean, I think at this point we're just looking at who we like. Yep. I, I don't think there's any pressure. I think it's looking at value and and best player. Yeah, I, I think what's nice is we're, we're on the turn, so – I don't mind going to running back here, and a lot of the wide receivers that are available, I kind of view them the same way. Like, I like mm-hmm. James Crowder. I like Robbie Anderson. I don't love Pierre Gerson. Uh I, I don't mind Robert Woods or Cooper Cub, Alan Hearns, but I don't feel great about him. And C.J. Anderson, like you were saying, he's got a pretty safe floor, um, and he's available. I, I don't like Crowell, even though a lot of people do. Um, I think Aaron Jones can fall to us really late. He's going to be missing two weeks, so I, I don't see him – getting taken so, so you want to beef up our running back base let's go cj anderson get another safe guy mm-hmm. who's definitely got a starting role or at least a heavy carry load role 
I like that pick. So after that is Jamison Crowder, Robert Woods, Isaiah Crowell, Andrew Luck. So Aaron Jones falls to us, Chris Carson, Chris Thompson, Ty Montgomery, another Green Bay running back, Duke Johnson, good pass catching option in Cleveland. The other person that fell to us that's really interesting to me is uh, is Robbie Anderson, rookie yeah. wide receiver for the Jets. I think he's got a chance to make a huge impact there. We've got phenomenal wide receivers on the board. I'd be interested in taking him. Give me your guys' thoughts. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, because we have so many consistent wide receiver guys, I think he is one of those guys that you can pop in your wide receiver three or flex spot and produce value of a wide receiver two. Um, not every week, but absolutely, you know, you can predict those those big plays. Okay. I like it. Let's do it. Robbie Anderson. All right, so off the board after this is uh, Jimmy G, the handsome one himself. Uh, Jordan Reed goes off the board. Pierre Garçon, Alan Hearns, Trey Burton, really digging into the tight ends now. Chris Carson, Kirk Cousins, another defense of the Rams. Ty Montgomery, Matt Stafford, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay backfield is pretty much gone. Uh, Chris Thompson, we got Devontae Parker, Duke Johnson, Cooper Cup, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, George Kittle. Ah, Phillip Rivers didn't make it to us. I really that hurts. Oh. That does hurt. Matt Ryan didn't make it to us. So what we're looking at, so, so, so we're in the ninth round now. What we're looking at for quarterbacks is Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, Alex Smith. Ugh. All of those guys are scary. Now, let me make the case for a guy that I think is going to fall to us that I think we should take. 10 and it's Eli Manning yeah because everyone is projecting Giants players to be freaks you cannot have two first round Giants players that both involve massive pass catching opportunities in OBJ and Saquon Barkley and have a useless quarterback like yeah. so he's got to throw him the ball. <laughs> Someone's so, got to throw the ball to him. Right. right. That's so a like, point. I feel like a a a guy who is support not one of these quarterbacks off the board yet. Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Andrew Luck, Jimmy G, Drew Brees maybe. Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Not one of them will support two first round picks. Yeah. And Eli Manning is all the way back here. So I think we're okay so long as Eli Manning is on the board. I actually feel comfortable with a quarterback pick. So I'd be fine going with another another position. Okay. Give me your guys' thoughts. Yeah, I definitely think Eli can fall to us uh, after the turn 100%, maybe even into 14th round. the yeah. 13th, 14th <laughs> round. I mean, I, I don't know what his ADP uh, is right now. It's probably ridiculously low. This is ridiculous. I mean, that's roughly 12. They're already off the board, right? So how many people yeah, are looking at, a, at second quarterbacks right now? That's right. So mm-hmm. we have our choice. Yeah, I don't think it'll be anything that uh, – it, it doesn't make me nervous at all uh, to wait on Eli, and I agree with you. He Eli is, Manning is currently undrafted. Yeah, that's what I thought. Behind, so he, behind he, several kickers who so, we don't even roster. That's so. right. Yeah. So he, he, he will fall. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I say let's go positional player. Um, as far as, like, tight end goes, there's, like, Jack Doyle, Tyler Eifert, David Njoku, Rick Seals-Jones. I, I like Tyler Eifert uh, partly because we live in Cincinnati, and I think he is Gronk-like. But he's, got, he's, he's Gronk like if Gronk were <laughs> no, made of, of glass. Yeah, if Gronk <laughs> was made of glass, he's Tyler Eifert. Uh, but I think he can fall to us in the next round. Okay, so we're sure, gonna so. we're gonna wait. So so let's say like he gets back to us. You want to take him, take the shot. Dynasty. Yeah. I mean, dynasty wise, you're talking about a solid tight, tight yeah. end. So we're looking wide receivers, running backs, running backs. We got Corey Clement, Doug Martin, who is done. Uh, like I don't want him on any teams. Uh, Lagarde Blunt. Uh, whoa. LeGarrette Blunt, Deonta Foreman, Devontae Booker, not super exciting, Nelson Aguilar, Kelvin Benjamin, Sterling Shepard, Mike Williams, Cameron Meredith rounding out the wide receivers. There's some other guys below that that I think are interesting, but I don't think we have to take now. Marquise Lee, Kenny Stills, 
what are you guys feeling between these guys? I'm not super pumped about any place that we're taking any of these guys. Uh, so I, I'm really up for any pick. Feels like our league should only be a nine round draft. Honestly, <laughs> is what it is what it feels like to me. But I say uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, he's the one on a team. He doesn't really have anybody in front of him. He is a talented guy. He's a big guy. He, they should just put him in tight end that make our lives easier. That's true. Uh, but he's a one on a team that might not have McCoy. We don't know what's happening there. That's right. So what I about think Corey he, Coleman there? I, yeah, sure. Because traded there. there. I, I do like Corey Coleman a lot, but uh, I, he didn't do anything for the Browns. I was going to say, let's so be honest, much. Corey Coleman is still living on hype from when he was drafted as a rookie, and he hasn't really That's done fair. a ton. Yeah. Which, now, granted, he had Deshaun Kaiser throwing him the ball. So, it might, not, no, might not be much better. I love Nathan Peter. But, but I agree. Or Kelvin Benjamin has shown that he can, he can go get balls. He's a yeah. big guy. Uh, so, l- let's do it. I like Kelvin Benjamin. I don't love it, but I, I, I like him as a player. Let's do it. Corey Clement, Minnesota Vikings off the board. Nelson Aguilar, Philly Eagles for the defense. It's back to us. we got Sterling Shepard, Mike Williams, Cam Merritt is still on the board. Marquise Lee, Kenny Stills. Running backs, we got Doug Martin, LeGarrette Blunt, Devontae Booker, and Gio Bernard, who I refuse to roster. Sure. Because I think he <laughs> should actually have his leg cut off from the knee down and be refused, like forced to never play football again. Uh, so are we regretting zero RB strategy at this point? I'm actually not at all. Okay. I actually, no, I actually yeah. really like our roster because of where we were. Sure. Yeah, if we were like in the two slot, I'd be pretty pissed that yeah, I didn't have Z. I would not. But be I think happy. where we are, I actually really like our roster right now. I feel really good about starting one or two of Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch, C.J. Anderson. I got to yeah. start two of them, and then between three wide receivers and flex, I got to start four every week of DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Robbie Anderson, Kelvin Benjamin. I feel like I can find four starters. Oh yeah. So I feel great about that. We've still got quarterbacks on the on the board that I think I could start in Ben Roethlisberger, in Alex Smith, in Marcus Mariota, who's everyone's projecting the Titans to be better this year, uh, and in uh, Eli Manning. So I think I think there's good people left on the board. Did you say tight end? What's left there? Tight end is going to be pretty rough. We got Jack Doyle, Tyler Eifert, David Njoku, Ricky Seals Jones, and OJ Howard, Ben Watson. Not super excited about any of those. If I had to take one now. I don't know who I'd take. <laughs> I, I'd be in between Jack Doyle, Tyler Eifert. I just I'm really scared in a dynasty league where basically all the rational tight ends are going to be rostered to take Tyler Eifert and then be out of tight end in week three, because that has like a negative or sorry that has like a hundred percent chance of happening with Tyler. Oh Eifert. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Or if it doesn't happen, you're talking about a top five tight end. But like I don't have him, so I, I'd be tempted to, to just snag Jack Doyle. Now that being said, you could play the game of like, do any, do you think any of these guys are going to take a second tight end? Probably not. Yeah. But if they do, then you're hosed. So, but Doyle has competition in Indianapolis. Yep. Yep. Um, there now. There wasn't a running back or wide receiver that I liked here, so I think the upside of Tyler Eifert is worth it I, to me. I, I would agree. Yeah. At this I'd spot, say what, round, ten, Tyler round ten, Eifert and then go like a Ricky Seals Jones or a Cameron Brait, who is the pass catcher for Tampa Bay. Yeah, they paid him to be the pass catcher. Yeah, so he'll get it. So I, I'm totally fine getting more of those guys later down down the road and taking that little risk on Tyler Eifert. All right, totally we did it. We took the shot on Tyler Eifert. Hopefully the glass man holds up. So next off the board is uh, Ben Roethlisberger, then the Chargers D, Mike Williams, LeGarrette Blunt, Patrick Mahomes, Doug Martin, Sterling Shepard, Deontra Foreman, Devontae Booker, Jared Goff, Gio Bernard, Marcus Mariota, Cam Meredith, Broncos, Ravens, Jack Doyle, gone. So I'm feeling good with our Tyler Eifert pick. Another defense, and then Marquise Lee off the board. 
So, here, here's kind of the question. We're approaching on quarterback territory. We're in the 11th round. Mm. Uh, it feels like most of the... Here's what I worry about in a dynasty league. All of these rookie quarterbacks that pop out in the middle of the season could easily be rostered already. So to me, I kind of want to have a quarterback that I can at least start and have a shot mm-hmm. at scoring. So I'm, I'm saying I'm close to taking a quarterback toward the 11th just for me because none of these guys have fell to us at value, I think. Now, if, like, yeah. if one of these guys falls to me at value, I'm taking a quarterback. So I'm okay going no quarterback yet. We've got our tight end. Let's look at the wide receivers. We've got Tenny Still, Kenny Stills, Martavis Bryant, Kenny G, Geronimo Allison. If you want to go a little further down the list, you got Tyler Lockett, who's interesting with Doug Baldwin being hurt. We don't know how long it's going to be out. John Ross could really step into a role in Cincinnati this year. D.D. Uh, Westbrook looked good, looks good. Running backs-wise, we've got Latavius Murray, Matt Breida, don't love it. James White, Peyton Barber, I think Peyton Barber will easily be overtaken by week four, week five. Spencer Ware will have a role. I think Kareem Hunt is by far going to outpace him. And then we got Frank Gore in Miami, who, he, I mean, he, he ends up relevant somehow all the time. It's yeah. interesting. So what are you guys thinking back here? We're in the back of the 11th. We'll probably just do one or two more rounds because we're running pretty long on time, yeah. and it's going to get pretty rough here pretty quick. So let me read you our roster, and let's, let me get your, get your thoughts on how to fill this out. So uh, we want DeAndre Hopkins in the first, Keenan Allen in the second, Amari Cooper in the third, Allen Robinson in the fourth. So that's four wide receivers. To start it off, then we took Rex Burkett off the board in the fifth, Marshawn Lynch in the sixth, and then C.J. Anderson because we kind of filled out our running back talent. Then we took a shot on Robbie Anderson and Keen- Kelvin Benjamin from eight to nine, grabbed Tyler Eifert in the tenth. We are still quarterbackless, defenseless. I do not care uh, who our defense is. So we are quarterbackless, and we have three running backs. Are you looking to fill out? Are you looking to just grab best talent on the board? Do you care about not having a quarterback? Do you want a running back? Give me your guys' thoughts on our roster construction right now. Yeah, I, I like right now, uh, like the wide receiver that stands out to me is Geronimo Allison. Uh, I, th- I think Aaron Rodgers is such a talented quarterback. He can support five wide receiver ones. Like that's that's just what he does in fantasy. Like, Ooh, hot take tie. That's hot take. <laughs> just get used to it. Uh, but no, he, he's so talented that Devontae Adams is going to be a monster. Yep. And I absolutely believe Geronimo Allison can still be relevant. And to have a relevant player at this point in the draft that I can start, you know, maybe three, four times the year based on his matchups, awesome. I'm cool with that. Um, and I, I'd love to, in the next turn, go for the Iron Man himself, Frank Gore. I... I don't care what the situation is in Miami. He has been a top 12 or near a top 12 for the past century. Yeah. He is a miracle <laughs> on feet. He's older than I am. He, he's so old. He's, how is he still relevant? Everyone, everyone every year, like, Frank Gore's old. He's not going to score. And then every year, I feel like I end up with him in, like, the yep. ninth or the 10th round. And I'm like, I'm starting Frank I'm Gore okay with every that. week. Uh, like, it, even if he doesn't pan out, it's the 12th round. Right. That's, cool. that's exactly right. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Britton, do you have any thoughts on uh, on Cheek's, Cheek's thoughts there? Yeah, I thought Frank Gore was dead, so <laughs> I, I, I didn't plan on drafting him ever. So, I mean, I think when I started playing fantasy football in 2002, I drafted him. Yeah. And I, that was the last time. So, um, everything, all the goodwill and equity you built up on the Geronimo Allison, <laughs> you just squandered. I love him. <laughs> He's with, so with two, old. He's two still words. Good. Two words, seriously. He's still so good. 
Um, so, so you're still good for Geronimo. Yeah, I'm so okay with that. So you want to see comes back. So let's just grab Geronimo Allison, see who comes back to us next round. I like the Geronimo Allison pick. I think I like too. a running back without a walker. It's just kind of my my thing. So <laughs> yeah. call it a fetish. That I don't know. Call it a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Whatever. I don't. All right, so we took Geronimo Allison at the 11-10 slot. Then Latavius Murray goes off the board. Martavis Bryant, Alex Smith, Derek Carr go off the board. QBs left. We're talking Dak Prescott, Eli Manning, Case Keenum, Jameis Winston, who's going to be missing, what, two weeks, three Four weeks? Four weeks. Four weeks. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, Tyrod Taylor, who, by the way, hot take on Tyrod Taylor. I think he's going to be good. I don't think he's going to play the whole season. I think yeah. he's going to start you when off. When he plays, he'll be good. I mean, every every single every single year of every single week, everyone's like, Tyrod Taylor sucks. And then he's like the... He's, he's a like mobile the, quarterback. He's like the QB yeah. 16. He gives yeah. you that rushing baseline. He's great. Uh, Blake the Snake, I have no interest in taking. Uh, Ryan Did you have a drop for that? <laughs> for, for Blake? No? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, we've got six wide receivers on the team. Uh, we are still only sitting at three running backs, so I'm tempted to try and flesh that out a little bit just because I want to have that depth there because I think in this dynasty, if we were to continue this out, it would be really hard to find running back value on oh, the waiver gosh, wire, yeah. so you'd be pretty much having to make a trade. So you could view that two ways. You could say, therefore, I need a running back, or you could say, therefore, I need value on my team that I can trade. So is there anyone here that strikes you as like an extreme value in this round that you could trade into running back talent should you need it, or should we just snag a running back? Yeah, for me, I... I I actually like going running back here. There are a couple that interest me because it's a half PPR. Um, the guys I'm the guys I'm thinking about are James White, uh, Spencer Ware, and down the line we have Theoretic and Darren Sproles. Um, all guys that are the pass. Guy. I don't know if Darren Sproles still is. He might not. He might be dead. Um, but I'm pretty sure definitely like Spencer Ware when he played, he was good. Yeah. It's not like. He was bad. That's why Cream Hunt got the job. He got injured. It was a major injury, and he might not be able to bounce back from that. But I actually I like James White. I don't like having him paired with Rex Burkhead, though. Yeah, having two New England backfield pieces feels bad. Having Spencer Ware feels bad. Coming back from an injury, we still haven't seen him play. Major injury. Yeah. Also, he was perfectly healthy when they went and got Kareem Hunt. They traded yeah. up in the draft to get Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So like that kind of scares me a little bit. I think they kind of saw something in Kareem Hunt that they just could not get out of Spencer Ware. So I don't love that pick. Don't love Peyton Barber. Uh, I hate to say that I think Matt Breida is our best choice on the board because he's just he's just kind of serviceable. The Infinity Stone. But Frank Gore. But I I like <laughs> I like Frank Gore. I'd be willing to take a shot on Spencer Ware. Should he either have a role coming back from his injury, or Kareem Hunt gets force-fed the ball? So if he ever goes down, we're talking a dynasty league here. Yeah, you keep Spencer Ware on your bench for two years. Like Kareem Hunt's gonna get hurt. He's gonna miss games. Spencer Ware's gonna have value. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So I mean, Chuck Hendrick uh, West had value last year. That's right. Kareem Hunt missed. Uh, I will let Britton make the pick here because I'm not super sold. We've kind of laid out our cases. Britt, what are you thinking? Funny enough, I was actually thinking quarterback. So okay, uh, let's do it. Let's but, do it. But I mean, there's like 16 off the board now, so I, I think we're safe. Even though we've got what 20 picks. It, so yeah, this is where like the meta of the league comes into play. If everyone's going to snag two quarterbacks, then you need to take one here. Yeah. If everyone's only going to take one, then you don't need to take one here because yeah. you can get Eli Manning next round. So let's uh, let's do it. Let's just. 
play the bot game. Let's grab Eli Manning and see what happens throughout it if we made a good decision or a bad decision. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's never bad to say, like, all right, I'll finally take a quarterback in the 12th. So next it's hardly the, a problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if I'm waiting that long to get a guy that's supposed to support two top ten, two top or first round picks, like I'm, I'm down with that. I think if you want Gore, I my guess is he'll be here. I think I so, think he'll be there. I'd love that. Where was <laughs> where was not? But uh, so then next on the board the is Kenny G, Kenny Stills. Oh, Kenny, Kenny. Uh, Matt Breida goes. Josh Doxon, Spencer Ware, oh. New Orleans Saint, David Njoku, Dak Prescott, Tyler Lockett, James White, Rashard Matthews, Keelan Cole. Peyton Barber, Ben Watson goes off the board. Kenneth Dixon, Frank Gore, We were gone. sniped. We were absolutely sniped. So close. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, then the Pats, and then we've still got all the quarterbacks on the board. So I don't know if we Jeez. needed to take it, but no. I, I still like it because I'm not like – basically, if Eli Manning would have gone off the board in that, me personally, I would have been sad. Yeah. Compared to like Frank Gore going off the board, doesn't really matter to me. Now that's going to be a personal thing between each team. So, uh, obviously no temptation to take a defense here. 13-10, John Ross is on the board. John Ross. My eyes lit up. That man can run. He's Britain's fast. face was excited. He's so fast that he hurt himself running. That's true. <laughs> uh, he looked, and, and I watched preseason a little bit tonight, he looked great tonight. He was getting open. He was, run, he was, just, ab, he was just better than every DB on the field. He's a freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he's really got a chance to step into the Cincinnati offense, especially with Brandon LaFell gone. Oh, so is I think he over his negative fantasy points from last year, you think? Uh, I, think he'll, I, think he'll, I think he'll work it out. So let's grab John Ross. ASJ goes off the board. TJ Yeldon, OJ Howard, D.D. Westbrook, and now we are back on the clock. So I think we're going to go ahead and end it there. We're in the 13th round. We've only got a couple more to go. We're taking some shots here. There's some deep sleepers. you got Ted Ginn still on the board. you got Mo Sanu well, Let's take a running back for posterity's sake. We'll take a running back. We'll take Buck Allen. I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> uh, so the running backs still on the board are Bilal Powell, Chris Ivory, Austin Eckler, Theo Riddick, Darren Sproles. Goodness. Honestly, that's, that's pretty rough. So I think we'll go ahead and end here. You're taking shots. You're taking like what you want to believe in. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read off our roster. I like our roster. I think yeah. from the 10 slot we did we did pretty well. I would be happy with this heading into a fantasy draft, especially a fantasy draft that has more wide receivers and flex. So first round we got DeAndre Hopkins. Second round Keenan Allen, then Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson. Then we started taking running backs. We got Rex Burkhead, Marshawn Lynch, C.J. Anderson. Then Robbie Anderson, Kelvin Benjamin, taking some shots on wide receiver. Gla- grabbed the glass man himself, Tyler Eifert. Geronimo Allison, then Eli Manning, and then John Ross. I like that roster. So many receivers. Yeah. Yeah, we, so a lot we of receivers. We have, have a lot of, we have a lot of receivers, but we need a lot of receivers. And yeah. so does everyone else in the league. Yeah. So I think that those are good trading chips to view as. Like if someone's receiver goes down, you got good stuff. We got a lot of value. I don't think we ever took anyone early. We didn't really yeah. reach, and I feel like we got a great roster. Uh, I could look through this and see if anyone like wildly outperformed us, but I won't. Or, well, maybe I will, but not right now. For the blog. For the blog. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. So uh, that concludes our episode. This was a super long episode. Yeah, we're the sorry about draft that, guys. took so long. <laughs> if you stuck with us through this hour of content, I really appreciate it. I, I actually think I had a blast doing it. So even if you don't listen to it, I had a great time <laughs> sitting here with uh, Cheek and Britain. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening again. Uh, we did not have any mailbag questions, so we won't get to that. So send those in if you would like to be featured again. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, please respond either through Anchor or through just emailing me something or through like text like Joe did. 
Um, note that if you respond through Anchor, it can only be one minute. Uh, I'm working on getting the logo and all the pieces in order so that this will start to appear on Apple Podcasts and on Pocket Casts and all the platforms like Spotify that you're usually used to consuming your podcasts so we can stop using just Anchor. So uh, thank you guys very much for for tuning in. Thanks, Britton, for joining us. We are yes. recording this at midnight right now. It's 12.05 a.m. So late. It's my pleasure. It's... So, it's <laughs> <laughs> God dang it. Uh, it is so late. So, Britt, thank you for joining us. Yes. Cheek, thanks for uh, coming over to my house. Hannah, thank you for sleeping straight through this so I didn't have to do anything as your father. Uh, so, <laughs> we will end the podcast here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Can't wait for draft week, which is next weekend. Next weekend. Super psyched about Ooh, it. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Going to be a good time. I'm going to turn into a chicken nugget. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good week. See you. Peace.